Welcome back to the Magic Podcast. My name is Paul Hartman, and if you're ready, buckle up and let's go. Hey guys, so as you can see, if you've been listening for a little bit, I have changed the name of my podcast. It is no longer our Magic Podcast. It is a Everything About My Life podcast. And I also set up a different microphone setup so that you can hear my voice more clearly and it's external so that way you can hear me. So my banner is not switched right now yet, but I will be switching my banner. I'm getting that artwork done soon. And then I'm getting everything sorted out with the sound, but it should sound pretty good right now. Um, what else? Um, yes, I will be doing talking about magic and doing magic on this podcast. I'm not just doing like my life. My life is, a, I mean, I do magic in my life. So it's going to be about magic. It's going to be about, like, funny things that happened. Uh, all sorts of stuff like that. So, I mean, anything that I'm doing in life, I'm going to let you know. But it's only going to be the entertaining stuff. Right? I'm not going to tell you about what I ate for lunch last week. But um, I hope this sounds a little bit better than my phone microphone. And uh, trying to think what else to say. What's our topic for today? Well, our topic for today is what type of magic do I do? Well, mainly I do a little bit of everything. Uh, street magic, I do a little bit of for like my friends and stuff. Quick, simple stuff, right? And then I do, I like doing like stage stuff, like bigger stuff, and for more audiences. And it's just I love it because it's it, you can see so many people. In such a short amount of time, unlike close-up magic, where it's just for 15 people or something, and they only get to see like an hour of you, and they need to do another show. It gives you more exposure. It gives you more uh, way to think, right? So if I wanted to do a stage show, maybe there's 200 people there. You're never going to be able to see a close-up show with 200 people. It's impossible. No, no one will be able to see, I mean, unless you're doing a stage show with close-up magic with a camera. Right, and projecting it on screens, which I also think is a very interesting topic. Because when you project stuff on screens, like that makes a magic show, I think, 10 times better. Because they feel like they're right there. Right? I went to see Shin Lim and uh, Colin Cloud, and they had two camera people and huge screens. Right? And this is what made the show. Because Shin Lim does such small stuff, and I can't see it unless I'm on stage with him. So the screens make you feel, like, magical. But I also think there's a perception that people think there can still be a black art and, like, stuff on the camera, unlike stuff in real life. So I think there's a perk of close-up magic, and there is a perk of uh, just stage magic. All right, stage magic, you get to see more people. It's probably, in my opinion, a little bit easier than close-up, right? And I do stage. I like stage. But close-up, it's... It's so powerful, right? That's the thing. Stage magic, yes, a lot of it can be powerful, like very powerful. But close up, right there, right then, is amazing. Right, and recently I've been like, <clears throat> excuse me, I've been trying to get like better stage stuff, right? And a person I've been learning from is Ben Hart. Uh, I talked about him in my last podcast about Magi Fest. And I just want to say, oh, he's amazing. I'm not going to get into detail. That could be a whole nother podcast. But... Um, I've been learning some stuff from him, and then tons of other stuff. David Williamson, 
his book, or not, I don't know, I don't know if you know it was a book, alright, he just like, so impromptu, if I could be as impromptu as him, that'd be amazing, right, but that's his style, I mean, his styles, I don't care, right, and he was at Magi Fest too, but that's not, we're not talking about Magi Fest, um, I've been working on this new act, I've been working on my Tannins act, which if you don't know and you're listening, it's a magic camp, alright, it's in Philadelphia, it's a, for a whole week, uh, some of the best magicians in the world come, David Copperfield, David Blaine, or not, I, actually, I don't think Blaine has been there, but I know Chris Angel, um, Darren Romeo has been there, you might not know who he is, tons of people, Michael Carbonaro came last year, right, and I'm just saying, uh, I'm getting off topic, but Michael Carbonaro, all right, he does a lot of good stuff on TV, and lots of people think that's, like, fake, right? And I can see it. I mean, it's really impossible. He has some really good stuff. But I can tell you, none of that stuff's fake, right? I mean, yes, some of it, like, some of it, I mean, a lot of it fools me, right? But that you could see that in real life. If you go see his live show, it's it's not as good. Oh, sorry, guys. My mic cut out. But I'm just saying, Michael Carbonaro, he has such a great show. I absolutely love it. It's It was so good. And I know how he did almost every single trip. Or trick, excuse me. Right? But it was just so, so good. Right? Um, but it's not even that. If if you're a magician or you're like an, an artist, music, if you want to do that as a living, take a break. Because I do magic and I get tired of it. It's It's simple. If you do too much of anything, you're going to get tired of it, right? If I play trumpet every single day, I'm going to get tired of it, right? It's just, like, too boring. So I'm saying magic. I'm taking, like, a little break, but I go back to it, and I often, like, I'm thinking about magic almost all the time. But I don't have to always be doing it, right? This came up recently in my magic group chat, which sounds very nerdy. But um, they're all taking breaks, and that's how, I mean, you have to do it. If you're constantly doing it, one day you're going to get tired. Like, it's it's just hard, right? So find another hobby that will help with your magic. So I do, like, plays and musical theater, right? That helps with my stage presence and stuff like that and being on stage, right? And it's just, it's great to have a break from magic, right? If you always do magic, it's just, I don't know how to explain it. But it's, like, so, so good. When you just get like, get a break and you don't have to think about magic, right? Not even a vacation. Just sit on the couch, watch a stupid TV show, and just like, oh, not magic, right? Because like magic, that's your whole life. Everyone knows you at school. Like I, I'm known as like the magic kid. I do magic, right? And I mean, I don't know, but it just feels so good. I mean, I'm not going to rant about this too much, but if you're doing like anything, like, if you're doing theater, maybe try out magic or something. Right? I'm not saying you have to be a magician. Or I'm not saying you have to be a, the- a theater person. But I'm just saying, like, if you try out uh, other stuff, you might like that. And it might fit into what you're doing. Right? Um, I met this dude at Magic Fest. Right? I'll have to look up his name. And I'll plug it in. And talk about it in the end. But he he said he got tired of magic. And that's normal for people. Right? And once he did, he found out about Rubik's Cubes and how fast he can solve them. And this was like a long time before any like Rubik's Cube magic came. And then once he found out he can do magic with Rubik's Cubes, 
his worlds collided. I mean, it was just amazing, right? I mean, he can solve the Rubik's Cube in less than 30 seconds, right? Um, let me take a break. Let me breathe. But no, I'm not like, it's just so cool, right? I love performing. I love singing. I do chorus. But like, it's just, like, magic doesn't compare. I love magic more than anything. But I need breaks, right? People ask me like, why aren't you doing magic? Because I need a break, right? I mean, I, I've taken a break for a month, maybe sometimes. But once that spark ignites the fire again, you keep on going, and then maybe it'll settle down. But it, it comes up as a roaring flame again, right? It always happens, right? So just keep on digging at it, right? Take some breaks, dig at it, talk to some people. I mean, uh, tons of people, I bet you, that are magicians and love magic aren't just doing that. Uh, I forget his name. He's on Fuller House, right? His name is Michael Och Michael Champion, right? I think that's how you pronounce his name. He's a magician, but he's also a full-time actor. And he's like 15, which is crazy. But he loves magic. His, I, I was watching a video. In his backstage room was all magic-themed, right? And he does a bunch of magic and stuff. I thought that was really cool. He does theater. He does acting. He does all this stuff. But he doesn't, like, let magic define him. Like, who wants to be known as the magic dude? You want to be known as Paul Hartman. Right? I don't want to be known as the magician. I want to be known as Paul Hartman. Right? The, the Jew that knows really cool stuff and can do really cool stuff. But I'm just like saying... Thank you guys so much for listening. If you're on Spotify, make sure to hit that follow button. I'm trying to do a new podcast every single week as I can. Um, next week, we'll talk about more magic more life things. I'll probably bring up some funny moments in my life that I've had recently. And what are my plans to do with in my life? Like, what do I want to do as a job, as a magician, knowing magic, theater, and stuff like that. So make sure you tune in for next podcast. Signing off. Bye.